Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry and I go through a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. And boy, was this a episode of a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. First of all, we had Alicia Atute on. That's right. Fast becoming the face and voice of MLW Fusion that you can watch every single Saturday on BN Sports. She joins the show. Also, Mark and I get into heavy discussion about Brock Lesnar. And also right now in the world of the WWE, whether it's Raw, NXT, or SmackDown, during this pandemic, who is stepping up? and taking the reins. We do all that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The other host on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday is the Busted Open Nation. So let's go out to the Busted Open Nation. And if I'm not mistaken, this next nation member is celebrating a birthday today. Let's go out to Izzy in Orlando. Izzy, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I definitely had to call in to bust it open since it's my 13th birthday. I'm kind of put, I'm kind of putting myself over, but I'm really happy to be calling in. Well, Izzy, happy birthday to you. This is awesome. Third, it's amazing. You're celebrating your 13th birthday. I think we've known you now here on Busted Open for three years. So, you know, you're probably one of the most intelligent callers that we have here on Busted Open, and you always have great ideas. You also have your own shows that are going on the hot tag that i i really love and appreciate so izzy for you thank you for all you do for our community and and happy birthday and i'm sure you're going to do your best to celebrate it with your family today you're about to make my mom cry i'm literally (laughs) watching her go into tears (laughs) oh also i do i do want to say thank you so much for the video my parents showed me the little video and i was laughing that was so funny thank you so much now, yes, I, so so the nation knows, and, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. Knowing it was going to be uh, your birthday today, your mom wanted to make it special for you, as you, as you know she always does. You and your, your uh, her and your, your dad are fantastic people. And she asked me to make a video. I did my best to make you a happy birthday video, but my dog Demi wasn't playing and having any of it. So uh, every time Bully spoke, my dog would bark, but I think that made the video even that much better. <laughs> It was super cute. Um, but I don't want to make it all about my birthday. Do you want to talk about wrestling? Because I love wrestling, obviously. Um, so I'm not going to try to discount last week's um, episode of NXT. But it was really good. 
But next week is going to be like a night of champions. We're going to see the Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. We're going to see Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai. We apparently doomsday is going to happen. Not sure what's really going on there. And then we're going to see Johnny Gargano versus Dominic Dijakovic. And then we're going to get an appearance um, of Finn Balor. So there's so many things going on next week. And I'm really excited for next week's episode of NXT. I really think it's going to kind of come out guns blazing. Yeah, and 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 Izzy, thank you so much for the phone call and happy birthday to you. I hope and you have happy a happy birthday, uh, Izzy. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I wish Izzy a happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. My Wi-Fi is going haywire <laughs> over here, but um, I want I I've been listening for the last five minutes, uh, two minutes actually, and <laughs> you know, happy birthday. And I love the fact that you do love yeah. pro wrestling. And that you found an identity as a young kid because at your age, I didn't know shit from Shinola. And I don't know, you probably don't know what Shinola is, but your dad will tell you it's a shoe polish. But I didn't know it one from the other. And I'm, you have such an advantage on everybody that's on this show right now. You You found your passion early. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. Coming from you, it really means the world. Thank you. You're All a right. special one. Yeah, Izzy, definitely a special. Oh, Izzy, thank you. Izzy, happy birthday and thank you for everything. Enjoy your day and we hope to hear from you soon. Um, it's great. Yeah, Izzy, like finding out, Mark, that Izzy's just turning 13. Like, you know, she's yes. been, you know, she's been somebody that's called into the show for years and she's always got great opinions and, you know, she makes phenomenal, I mean, just phenomenal, like just predictions. And, you know, she really knows this up and down. And, and the fact that she's trying to do this, it's, it, it blows my mind. She's just turn, turning 13 because she's so mature for somebody her age. When I was 13, you're right. I didn't know the difference between shit. Man, I was and still busting out windows with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out what was I doing? I know I wasn't doing anything really constructive other than. Working out and mowing lawns. That's I guess that's all I could think I was doing. Well, I mean, she has done some tremendous things, but she mentioned NXT. And yes, NXT is having a big episode next week. It's almost like a mini takeover what NXT is going to do. And something I wanted to talk about with you before we get to, to more of the Busted Open Nation members, Mark, is that, you know, I said this with Bully. And when it comes to NXT, you know, Bully and I... Um, we talk about NXT and AEW and unfortunately compare the two because they're on at the same time. I almost wish that NXT and AEW were on different nights so we couldn't make those comparisons because NXT and AEW are so different in their presentation and the way that they do things. But unfortunately, because they're on at the same time, you make those comparisons. And, yeah. and, and, and NXT is a wall-to-wall wrestling show, but I want to get your opinion on somebody in particular that was praising up and down on yesterday's show. And we actually put out a little audio uh, at Busted Open Radio about it, and that's you know Shane Strickland, you know Swerve Scott on NXT. This is a guy, and, and uh, I mean, Mark, you and I have talked about him for years. You know, We had him on as a guest um, in our studios when he was with MLW, and now with NXT— Watching him uh, on on Wednesday and knowing he's a part of this tournament, I hope he, you know, he goes far in this tournament. I hope he does even bigger things for NXT. That guy is a special talent. What's your what's your thoughts on on Swerve? You know what? I I, I knew he was a special talent when I saw him on the Indies and I saw him working other places. And 
you know, actively tried to find him to have a conversation if he was interested in uh, coming to WWE. And he said he was. And I started the, the, the ball in motion of asking the questions and getting uh, approval to get him into a camp. And they brought him in, and he never left. And his work ethic and work rate are at the level of our best guys. He's, uh, he's not the biggest guy, but he's not the smallest guy. He's not a cruiserweight. And being a tweener, it's hard to get in. But his talent is undeniable. Like, I, I mean, I don't even know if you've known, but he's a rapper and a good one. And, I mean, he could have chose that route. Like, there's, there's many things that he's very versatile as far as the talent and entertainment. And now I think the WWE and this pandemic world are trying to figure out to what is everybody really about? Like, what are your skills outside of just wrestling? And they're finding out, and he's he's one of the good ones. And we talked about this on Tuesday when you came on for our anniversary. You know, Zelina Vega has been the MVP for Monday Night Raw. Now, you hear Zelina Vega. She's not even in the ring competing. You know, she's a personality right now. She can get in the ring and wrestle. She's a great wrestler. But she's more of a personality and a character on Monday Night Raw. Yet, to me, she's kind of been the MVP of that show. When you look at NXT, to me, Shane Strickland is just doing stuff a lot different than everybody else on that roster. I mentioned it yesterday, like the way he commands attention to the camera. You know, a lot of the WWE superstars across the board on Raw, on SmackDown, and on NXT, they're walking down the entrance ramp the same way they would if they were in an arena of 15,000 people. They're going through the same types of motions. They're looking to their left and to their right. Swerve Scott is looking right into the camera. Like... That's the audience right now. There is no audience in the venue. So why are you looking to the left and to the right? He looks right into the camera. So he's grabbing the emotions of the people that are sitting at home. Selena Vega is doing the same thing. And I like what you said, Mark, about the fact that the WWE is kind of finding out who's who's the cream of the crop right now. Because, hey, they got to change their ways in in, in a lot of different venues now because of the pandemic that's going on. It's not business as usual. As much as they're trying to make it seem that way, you're going to find out who can give you that little extra. Who's that, who's that personality that during these really rough times are going to grab people's attention? And I think in the world of the WWE, those two wrestlers that we just mentioned are doing the best job. I, I do, too. I mean, it'd be hard to argue. Um, I mean, there's guys like Seth Rollins and uh, Drew McIntyre and, and a list of high level guys that are Randy Orton and edge. And I mean, it's, there's, there's a ton of guys, but the guys that are on NXT that are drawing the attention from the whole entire universe of pro wrestling, uh, swerve is at the top of that list. I mean, Keith Lee and, um, you know, the Adam Coles and Johnny Gargano's of the world and the Chompas, like they're elite. They, they could be number one on any brand of wrestling around the world. And I think they're just finding out that Swerve has that same level of entertainment abilities. Yeah, he's doing a great job. Let's go back out to the Busted Open Nation. Let's go out to David in Atlanta. David, what's going on? 
Good morning, guys. How we doing? What's up, morning, David? Dave. Hey, guys, I'm doing great. Dave, I want to completely agree with you. I wanted to call in and tell you all this yesterday because you were on topic with it, but let me, let me put the best comparison I can. I enjoy watching the wrestling of NXT, but I enjoy watching the show of AEW, if that makes sense. There's just, there's just something about the overall atmosphere of just all the pieces fitting together with the, the people on both sides making noise and the vignettes they cut to back and forth, and it's just a more – like you said, the more, a more entertaining overall experience when you watch AEW, but pound for pound when you watch the entering action, I, I, I agree with you guys. I think NXT still has you know, an advantage in that regard. The biggest thing that I took away from this week in terms of playing to a crowd not being there, and I know why uh, Tommy Dreamer even referenced why they use handheld microphones, but the sit-down between Drew and Seth was very believable. It, it just seemed like two guys talking, and they just happened to have a microphone until you know all hell broke loose in the ring. But then you watch other shows, and it's like we're going to have the same conversation between two people, but yet we're going to yell as if there's 10,000 people there, or we're going to look around as if there's people there and there's not. And it just it, I really think the young, the young kids and even maybe some people that are just stuck in habit could take a note from what Drew and Seth did and what, from what Isaiah did and just you know, make the most of it. You know, you're, you're, in a, you're in a ring by yourself, or you're looking into a camera. Engage the audience and let it feel natural because then – I think that's why ratings may not be where they are is because people tune in and they go, why are they acting like they're in an arena full of you know, 50,000 people when they're not? Can't they just be real? And that would engage people more. Yeah. And, and, and David, thanks so much for the phone call. You know, habit is hard to break. You know, all wrestlers have, you know, learned to, you know, obviously speak to the camera, but to play up to the crowd. The crowd is such a big thing in pro wrestling. You know, it brings the energy to the performers that are in the ring. Mark, and you could speak to that better than I can, how important a, a crowd is to a wrestler. And now that's been taken away. So a big part of what makes pro wrestling, pro wrestling has been taken out of the equation. And I think, Mark, it's, it's you know, the wrestlers now with this current situation forever long it's going to be, they're going to have to learn to adapt to it. They're going to have to learn to adapt. Okay, Dave, let's hypothetically say Mark Henry returns to wrestling tomorrow. Mm -hmm. If I return to wrestling, I would say thank you. God, now I can hear my own thoughts. I walk down to I walk to the ring, no microphone. You can pick my voice up. I'm, I'm loud enough. I don't have anybody interfering. Nobody's gonna throw anything. Nobody's gonna inject an opinion that I don't really care about. And you don't you're not able to draw energy from these people that you love and respect and care about so much. It's just me and you, and it's going to be mostly me. And you're going to scream. Everybody that's at home that's listening, I want you to hear him scream. I want you to hear him moan and beg me for mercy because that's what you're going to get every night that I walked to this ring and that's what I would do. I would put their face into the camera. Ask them for help now. Ask them. And I'd have my way with them. And, and that's what nobody's doing. I can't believe that there's not one wrestler that's using the camera as their vehicle to get the reaction. <laughs> I just I, it, it puzzles the hell out of me 
Why? Somebody that's listening to the show, please do that next week. Do that on 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 Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Is is it, it validates pro wrestling? You you're helping the industry by using every vehicle possible, and the camera and the cameraman should be your friend. The announce table should be your friend. The turnbuckles, the ropes. Nobody's using the stuff around them. And that's how you get to the people at home. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's just, it's, it's, it's actually advanced psychology for wrestling. It's not simple. And you know what, Mark, what you just said gave me goosebumps. And I'll tell you why. Because when you just put your fist to the camera, and that's a video we're going to have to put out at some point so a lot of the people can see that. Man, it yes, th- that's that's what pro wrestling is about. We've gotten away from that. It's been about the what chance and this is awesome and yeah. and, and that's and those th- that's a great cherry on top of the uh, uh, on top of the pie. But man, the fundamental of what pro wrestling is is what you just said, Mark. It's a confrontation between two people. You don't need any outside element when it comes to that. No. And if I grab somebody's hair and I'm holding their head back like this to the camera, Dave. And I tell the camera and the people at home, if I wanted to take his eye out, I could do it like that. People at home would be like, oh, shit. Kids, cover your eyes. <laughs> like, I will make you cover your eyes at home. It's a horror movie. I, I know what I hate, but I, I, I understand. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of there's a show on USA that used to play called Psych. And it's like a mystery movie. James Roday, who's an unbelievable fan of wrestling. Him and Dulé Hill both are wrestling fans. And they they they've had at least five or six wrestlers on the show. And they they talk about wrestling. I had that conversation with James before. He said, Man, you just you just scared the hell out of me. He's like, I feel like if I, if you turned to the camera and ran, I would just turn my TV off. And I, I was like, come on, man. But that's what it is. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to make people at home that are sitting on that couch or sitting in that big cushy chair right in front of the TV with the remote in their hand because they, they want to fast forward commercials. They, you can do everything now. And I want them people to sit back sometimes and I want them to, I want them to lean in like, Oh my God, I can't believe like use that guys, girls use the camera. Like there's no crowd. Dave is 100% correct. And bully was so on point when he said, why have a microphone? It's not loud. (laughs) It's not loud. You're, you're portraying, everything to the camera it's it's like the simplest thing that that you could do and uh, i know that the powers that be listen to the show guys please listen to what i'm saying it'll work Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XMFC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. Can you believe it? In 
each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a Derby Day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Pandora app and searching more than a game. The face and voice of MLW Fusion that you can see every single Saturday night on BN Sports, and that is the lovely and talented Alicia Atut. Alicia, how are you? David, Mark, thank you so, so much for having me. I'm doing wonderfully. How are you two doing? I'm doing great. I'm just missing the fact that the last time I saw you, we were eating Glory Hole Donuts. (sighs) And they were so good. I always have to. I always bring up food. I know it's sickening, but you know that's just my that's my illness. I I, I love food. I'm in it's the always same boat. Food. Always oh can never go wrong. It's well. I mean, you you know, obviously, Mark remembers the food in Toronto <laughs> from SummerSlam, <laughs> but there was a lot more involved as well. And. When you look back at the last six months, I mean, you talk about a jump in your career, and obviously you you had a lot of buzz around you. You were doing great job, doing great interviews. But these last six months, tell us about like how busy these last six months have been for you. They've been absolutely crazy. Right after I saw you two in Toronto, it was just one show after another. I was booked almost every weekend uh, doing stuff between Toronto and being in the States, Uh, just working tons of conventions, doing signings, hosting shows, ring announcing. It was just crazy. And then come around October, November, I get a nice little email in uh in my inbox and it happened to be from mlw so we talked for about a month and the next thing you know in december they bring me out to you know to just test the waters make sure i'm happy with everything make sure they like how i am and everything they've heard is you know the truth and luckily we both loved it and next thing you know a couple weeks afterwards i was putting my name to paper and now i'm signed with them so everything happened extremely good for you and it's been thank you so much it's been incredible ever since What's been the, the, the most kind of not surprising, but what's been the thing that you didn't you least expected about being backstage and announcing and interviewing? Honestly, just the craziness of some fans and the best way I never expected to have the fan base that I've been able to gather. And every time whether it's a merch order that comes through or someone comes up to the merch table or they just stop you at the airport. You think, oh my gosh, they actually care about what I'm doing. I never thought that I'd get to that point. So as far as just in general, when it comes to all of that stuff, that's been incredible. And when it comes to MLW, I've heard from so many people, they'll sign somewhere and, you know, things are fine and dandy, but there's always stuff to complain about. But it sounds so cheesy, but there's literally not one problem I have had since signing with them. And I'm just so, so thankful for that because... You hear nightmare stories from some people. And uh, ever since I've been on board with Major League Wrestling, it's just been flawless. I love it. You know, we spoke to Court Bauer right after you had signed. You know, Court was really excited. He came on with us and literally, like, he felt very lucky to be able to get you to be a part of MLW. It was like signing that big name uh, free agent. Court Bauer is somebody that's been around pro wrestling for decades and decades. So, you know, how does it feel for you to be around like a great wrestling mind like Court Bauer, but also that he appreciated that he was able to get you so early in your career to be a part of MLW? I tell him all the time how thankful I am for everything that he's been able to 
not only helped me with and helped me grow, but just given me. And he doesn't have any type of ego, which is very rare in this business. So um, yeah, that's been something I'm extremely thankful for. And the other thing that's been really incredible working with this brand is sometimes you're backstage in other promotions and you'll give your thoughts or ideas or genuine ways you think a promo or a segment can go better and you'll just get shut down because you're not a producer you're not creative you're not an agent but in this company i can speak my mind i can improv i can say what i want um all obviously being respectful but trying to heighten everything we're all here to share our ideas and not once has it been shut down of course once in a while they're like now we think we'll go this direction and whatnot but most of the time we'll just we'll take the idea and we'll roll with it and you watch the end product and you're like, hey, I had a say in that. That's pretty awesome. You're not just being told what to do. You're actually a part of everything. So the fact that they see something in me and the fact that they want to continue to grow with me and vice versa, I think it's a pretty wonderful thing to have. Yeah. Well, you're, you're a talent and, and I can understand that. Uh, it, Thank you. It, it, it's a good thing that, that you're feeling that way because I think it'll bring more uh exposure to you it'll it'll bring more passion for what you're doing to pro wrestling and your skill set uh is there something that you want to do um outside of announce i think it would be fun to get more involved in a storyline rather than just holding a microphone and kind of asking the questions and spitballing back and forth. Um, by no means am I saying I want to be a wrestler. That is not where I'm going with this, but I think it would be kind of fun being able to maybe take a manager role at one point or talk more on the mic. I love being able to ping pong off of people and have fun that way and get the crowd kind of roaring, whether you're good or bad, it's just so fun. And seeing how creative MLW is, I don't see that being out of question. Of course, right now I'm still in the interview role. I'm just, I'm just a few months into it with them. So I, I love doing that, but I feel like anything's possible with them. So I kind of have my mind open for whatever they might give me, whether it's hosting other shows, which I'm uh, really hoping we can talk about at some point, but yeah, there's just a lot going on and I'm, I'm pretty much open to whatever. Cause I know with them, it'll be executed properly. Well, I'm going to catch on what you just said, because you said you're just settling into this role, but it sounds like there might be some, what, special projects on the horizon for you with MLW? Yes. So with everything going on right now, of course, uh, we are not doing our monthly live tapings. And I'm so thankful that court made that decision because it's just for the safety of everybody and everybody's families back home. So I think that's a really great choice that we've made. But some things that we do have in the works while being in quarantine and being at home because of COVID-19, we actually have two brand new shows in the works in which I will be hosting. Within the next two weeks, we're filming a pilot for one of them. So we have just really been working a ton behind the scenes, idea, idea, idea here and there. And it's going to be really awesome seeing them come to fruition, seeing where they end up. People are going to really love these ideas. I'm so, so excited. So everybody has to stay tuned for everything. Alicia, we, we did an interview together uh, probably, I guess it's almost two years ago now. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, wow, this kid is going to be awesome. And now fast forward to um, two and a half years and you have grown up a lot <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm seeing you. I was like, look at this woman. And I've got, me and Dave both got the fortune of meeting your dad when we were in Toronto and we were hanging out. And I saw a post a couple of weeks ago. Oh, boy. And yeah, 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 yeah. I got to bring this up. I got to bring this up, Dave. 
Oh, I gotta bring it up. And she had one of these like sexy poses or something. And I went, All right, now I'm gonna tell your dad. And I did not get a reply. I was telling you before we started recording, you know, I always reply to you. I didn't even get the alert for something like that. And I'm trying to think of what photo it was because I know I have family on here, friends uh, on social media. So I'm like, I never try to post anything that's like super risque, honestly, because it's just not, it's not me. Like, look at me. I'm in, I'm in like my own merch. No, no, no. See, (laughs) yeah. Don't take Mark's words the wrong way. He's not saying that it was risque. No, no, but no, I know no, what I he's. Know. But I know what he's talking about. Sometimes it could be just a glare in your eyes. Blowing a kiss. Or yeah, it a, could a, be a, like a, a, just a gaze. No, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I'm trying to think. Yeah, might have had a tongue out or something. Know. That's what it was, I think. Oh, it's probably just being goofy, like uh, you know, the little like pizza mm-hmm. tongue out or something. Take yeah. it however you please. But take it. Like, she's, got that, take it. she's got that poster of, of of Gene Simmons on the back on a wall in her room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, tell us about that photo. That's unbelievable. Yes. Okay. So last summer I was in Finland for a whole week because a big music festival called Rockfest was going on and they hired me to be a social media influencer and take pictures and just enjoy the concert. And the people headlining were Def Leppard, Kiss and Slipknot. And I was like, this is incredible. You know, you get this beautiful free pass to go to a fantastic place and just explore and have fun. And they knew I was a massive Kiss fan. I was wearing Kiss shirts. Like I think I wore them twice in the whole week I was there just because I I love them. And they were like, okay, we're going to try to make this work. Maybe we can sneak you into their meet and greet. So I'm literally waiting every morning. I'm waking up, waiting for them to text me something, you know, I'm asking them constantly. And then the day Kiss finally perform, they're like, Hey, Alicia, we got some news for you. And they're all sad. And I'm like, Oh gosh, that sucks. It didn't happen. And then they're like, you're going to meet Kiss. And I just lose it. I wait in line <laughs> with everyone. There was maybe, there may be like five or six other people. And next thing you know, I get to meet them all. And I just, it was one of those moments where afterwards it sounds really like sappy, but I just bawled my eyes out. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in this foreign country because of my job. I got to meet one of my favorite bands of all time. Now I get to see them rock out. It was just phenomenal. It was one of those moments you'll never forget. And that's cool that with all that you're accomplishing um, as a personality that you can still be a fan. And that's that's important. Like, don't lose that, because I think that's a a part of your quality is that people know that you do have a passion for wrestling and for music. And, you know, Kiss, Paul Stanley is a big wrestling fan. You mentioned Slipknot, you know, Corey Taylor, a a huge wrestling fan. So, you know, we see more and more. And Mark, you were talking about the TV show Psych and how you know, they're big wrestling fans as well. Like you, you find out in this business that, you know, what was once, I guess, like a guilty pleasure now is more mainstream than ever before. And there's so many celebrities, Alicia, that are wrestling fans. That's why I actually started interviewing wrestlers. It was vice versa for me. Originally, I started interviewing musicians when I was about 16 or 17 years old. And then a couple years into it, I started picking up on all of these wrestling references people were making. Like they'd stone cold what out of nowhere. They would do all these random little, you know, inferences. And I'm like, I know what you guys are doing. And as soon as I'd mention that, or I'd play off them using wrestling terms or phrases, they'd they'd be so shocked. And then our whole interview would swerve from music and we'd talk wrestling. So at one point, and it was thanks to my dad, we realized, okay, if all these musicians love wrestling, obviously wrestlers are going to like music. So why don't we bridge your two passions and get into the uh, wrestling industry as well? So it was very organic. And it's just like you mentioned, you never know what people are going to love. And luckily the two things I love, a lot of people enjoy. So it worked out. That's a couple of times we've mentioned your dad. Uh, How's dad doing? (laughs) 
he's doing really well. He's actually in the basement right now with my mom. They're getting a nice workout in. Uh, it's nice. funny. We've been doing these like, yeah, we've been doing these family workouts lately. Cause I've, I haven't worked out since like high school, which is really horrible. So uh, <laughs> I just started getting back into it like a month and a half ago, hoping to get out of this quarantine looking good. So, um, yeah, he's been doing really well. We've just been watching a lot of movies together. I've been obviously working a ton, but it's been really nice being able to see everybody a lot more since I'm not traveling all the time. Yeah. Me and your dad, we, sh- <clears throat> excuse me, we shared a connection and we, we split a cherry. Uh, what is that? The, 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 God dang it. We split it. You guys may have ate. <laughs> yeah. We split the cherry. It was like cherry and nuts. It was like, um, pistachios. The cherry pistachio donut, donut. me and your dad's. Of course, it's a donut. Uh, it always goes back to donuts. <laughs> it's always going to go back to food with me. That's amazing. Your dad is eternally linked with me because we split a donut together. It's a beautiful thing. It's a really beautiful thing, Mark. <laughs> Alicia, to, to get Mark off of food for just a second, which is very difficult to do with come MLW. On, man, come on. I, I know, but you're you're talking about donuts that we don't have. Like, if you were talking about donuts and then the next segment we could eat those donuts, then I'm all in. But the fact is that I'm stuck in my house and I can't go to Toronto to get glory old donuts. It's killing me that you keep talking about these damn donuts, Mark. <laughs> well, Alicia, can you can you uh, order out some uh, some donuts and take some photos <laughs> for us? To gonna, you? <laughs> yeah. Please tweet we can those live out. Carelessly through you. Tweet them out and tag Mark. Tell them they, with they the, get them to you for free now. Oh, yeah. Don't pay for them, Alicia. Don't I mean, pay. You, you, I mean, we've talked we've, enough about it. We've shouted out them. Yeah. yeah. You got to give you a little comp there. But to get away to, for, from the food for just a second and talking about MLW and all the personality and characters and so many great wrestlers that are a part of that organization, you've had some great interviews with the Dynasty and with Mance Warner. Is there one interview that you've done with them that stands out above all the rest. Ooh. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There's one that I recently did with Mance Warner where we were talking about the upcoming Loser Leaves Town Empty Arena match that he had against MJF, which I am very, very thankful that Mance Warner won. Thank you, Mance. <laughs> M- M- MJF's a piece of garbage. He's out of here. He's yeah. out of here. Um, what did you call him, Dave? A human stain? Yeah, he's a human stain. <laughs> Fairly accurate, yep. <laughs> yes, I think that's about as accurate as you can be with MLW. I mean, with uh, MJF, but go ahead. Yeah, so we were doing a promo together, and all of a sudden, he whips out a whiteboard, and he's like, okay, so I need for you to I need for you to draw me on here a nice beer bottle, and I need you to tell me what you see here. What do you see? And I'm like, well, I just see the beer bottle and nothing else. And he's like, exactly, nothing. That's what MJF is. And, like, we're just doing this whole promo randomly. Like, it was all improv. It always is with Mance. We're just told, like, okay, we need to kind of, push this storyline forward and do whatever, whatever you want, really. And that's, I love the creative freedom behind it. And so I'm literally just there with a whiteboard, holding the mic in my dominant hand, writing with my crap hand. I'm just like, oh my gosh, where's this going? And the next thing you know, I watch it back and I'm like, that is one of the most brilliant random promos I've ever filmed or been a part of. So I love working with Mance. Dynasty always are so hard to not laugh with while filming because you never know what Hammerstone, Gino, or Holiday are going to say. Like, they're just so quick-witted, and that's a really great quality to have, especially in wrestling. So there are just so many people. Tom Lawler, anytime I promo with him, they always have these crazy sponsors at the end. I never know what's going to come out of their mouths. So you're always just sitting there like, all right, so far, so good. And when, when am I going to almost break but keep it together? So we're just, it's just filled with fantastic talent. And I'm so thankful to call these guys my friends and 
it's, it's very much become a brotherhood. Like I always feel safe with them whenever I'm in every, you know, every city, they're always kind of watching over me. So it's, it's a really good group of people. And Mark, the best thing, Court Bauer loves Mance Warner because he pays him in Bud Lights. He doesn't actually have to wow. give him money. He just gives him bottles of Bud Lights. That's so a deal, Court right? really loves Mance Warner. Alicia, thank you so much for the time. Really quick, obviously you can watch MLW. Go to MLW.com. Watch it uh, Saturday nights on BN Sports, MLW Fusion. But talk about yourself. How can people get and interact with you? And how can we get that shirt? Absolutely. All you guys have to do is hit up alishatoot.com or just search my name on the nice little Google box and uh, you will find there my YouTube channel, my merch store where I have a ton. This is actually Kiss inspired. I love it. I know you guys can't see right now if you're listening, but later on, if you see a video, really cool new merch right now. Um, And then just hit me up on social media, whether it's alishatoot on Instagram or Twitter. I love interacting with people. I love hearing what you have to think about the brand new interviews and vlogs. So don't feel afraid to reach out. It's a blast interacting with everybody from Ambi fans to MLW fans, or if you happen to be a new fan of me today from listening. So thank you so much to David and Mark for having me. All right. That's Alicia awesome. Toot of MLW. We'll don't react. Alicia, limits. thank you. Don't What's set that, limits. <laughs> I I said, don't set, don't no set limits. limits. You, you can do whatever you want. Thank you. Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje face off for interim lightweight gold at UFC 249. Join Sirius XM Fight Nation this Sunday at noon Eastern for post-fight reaction and analysis from Jimmy Smith and RJ Clifford. Will Gaethje derail Ferguson's chance to face the undefeated Habib Nurmagomedov? I am undisputed UFC lightweight champion. This is not regular fight. This is my dream fight. Find out on your home for MMA. Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. The word came out of what Colby said on our show last week, and Drew McIntyre responded. So there you go. Goal achieved by Colby Covington. So he's going to come on 1130 to talk all about it. So I'm looking forward to that. Up until then, Mark, it's all about the busted open nation. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Again, it's 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. If you can fight, you can call. If you if you can fight, you can <laughs> if call. If you can fight, you can call. <laughs> it's not the opposite. That's for damn sure. No. All right. You ready to go to some uh, to some uh, nation callers, let's nation members? It. All right. Let's go out to Jeremy in Florida. Jeremy, what's going on, buddy? Hey guys, good to talk to you again. What's up, Jeremy? Um. First of all, Dave, I wanted to see if I can give you some advice about this whole Lord of the Rings thing that you're, that's plaguing you. All right, hold on, Jeremy. Before Wait, Jeremy, Jeremy, before you continue, Mark, are you aware of this whole Lord of the Rings fiasco? I am. I'm, I'm going I'm to comment on this. All right. So wait a second, Jeremy, before we get to your call, for those who don't know, and you can, you can hear the audio at Busted Open Radio, Bully first started remarking about something and then he brought up like it's kind of like, I know, one of those, you know, crazy characters like Fredo or Bilbo Baggins or something from Lord of the Rings. And I was like, I never saw any of the Lord of the Rings movies. And I, you know, and and Bully completely just hammered me at the fact that I never watched any of the Lord of the Ring videos. Now, fast forward to our interview on Wednesday with Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes right off the bat screaming at me about not watching the Lord of the Ring movies. And I said, Mark, you know what, Cody, I'll watch the Lord of the Ring movies, even though each one is about nine and a half hours long. I'll watch the three <laughs> Lord of the Ring movies. If you watch just the one first 
Police Academy movie. And he said no. So go ahead, Jeremy. What do you want to say about The Lord of the Rings? Well, it's actually simple. It's uh, it's three simple words that can help you, and that's family movie night. If you watch this with your <sighs> wife and your daughter and they enjoy it, you'll probably enjoy it more. That's just, just, a, that's just some advice. But... That's not really what I wanted to call it. Wait, wait, wait. No, really, really quick, Jeremy, before you move on. First of all, you can see the video of the fight that Cody and I had on the app. You can subscribe to the podcast. You go on demand. You know, you can rehear it. You know, we have the video section. You can see the video. But the thing about it, Jeremy, why would I watch those movies on family movie night? Part of the reason why you watch a movie on family movie night is to spend time with your family. Have some popcorn, laugh. You know, have a good time. Why do I want to put my family to sleep 10 minutes into family movie night? Because that's what would happen if I put on one of the fucking Lord of the Ring movies. <laughs> All right? They'd be sleepy time bobos at the LaGreca house because they suck. They're boring. They're shit. So go on, Jeremy. Oh, uh, that's. That's your opinion. I'm gonna. No, that's not. That's a fact. Anyway, that's a fact. Next to the definition of fact. boring, next to the def- definition of boring in the dictionary, they have a picture of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Can you Anything. let him get to his speaking point, Cody, Dave, and quit? Um, busting. Go ahead, Jeremy. Anyway, speaking of Cody, I did have a question because you guys have been praising how he's the number one face in the in AEW and how he doesn't need a title. But I looked at the AEW rankings on Wednesday, and he's actually the number one contender, according to the rankings in the male division. So I'm, why is he even in the rankings if there isn't even a hint of a possibility that he may find a way to get back into the title picture? Well, I mean, there's a couple of different things, Jeremy. Jeremy, thanks for the phone call. Here's the thing, Mark, like the rankings for AEW are truly rankings like they rank wins and losses. And Cody, you know, again, with a big win this past Wednesday. So, you know, a lot of times in pro wrestling, Mark, we talk about how wins and losses, they how they do not matter. But in MLW, they do. So they're true rankings based on your wins and losses. So, you know, you and I can talk about, ah, Cody doesn't need a title right now. Cody shouldn't be in the title picture. But when it's based on those rankings and it's wins and losses, then Cody's going to be ranked number one. And and justifiably so. I mean, not only is he winning, but he is elevating all the people that work with him. Hell, I'd love to get in there and work with guys that I know that people are going to come away from it going, wow. I mean, he got beat, but man, he gave that guy all he can handle. And that's, that's the way Cody's matches are. And you don't have a loser. You really don't. Yeah. And, and, and listen, a lot of times with Cody and I have fun with Cody, you know, he comes on the show and he says some outlandish things about, you know, the star Wars movies and, you know, the Lord of the ring movies. And we have a lot of fun with that. You don't have to set him straight, by the way. What's that? It was it was it was painful for me to listen to some of what he said to you. Like he's he's gonna have to re- you put some respect on your name. Well, I mean, one thing that I I did take exception to, and I I said this on the show yesterday. He kind of threw out there about why did Sirius XM give me this role of all the people they could have hired to be the host of Busted Open? Why me? He doesn't know. 
that I created this show. You know what I'm saying? I created you can this let show. Know. Nobody appointed this title. This is to me. your time, Dave. I created to let it. Cody, no. Your gangster. Set him straight. OG. Henny Lowe. When, <laughs> when it comes to busted open, I'm OG. Original. You a bad mother. Shut yeah, your mouth. Right. I'm just talking about Dave LeGrec. And I'm glad, Mark, that you defend me because there's not a lot of people on this show, either on the microphone or behind the scenes. Just say bully. Bully don't protect you. Just say it. Just you can he say doesn't. that. He doesn't protect me. He likes to throw fuel on the fire. I'm just, you know, it hurts my heart sometimes to hear the lack of respect that you get. And even if if they feel that way, be happy that your ass is on and somebody said saying putting a positive light on you and and uh spreading the the good gospel about who you are. Thank you, Mark. And you saying. do that. So I appreciate you for that. And it's true. And Cody it's could okay watch Police Academy. You could you know, you could disagree. We could disagree. But because I don't like a movie, I'm not going to come on the air and say because Cody didn't watch Police Academy that, you know, he's a piece of shit, like he said about me with The Lord of the Rings. But, you know, it is a certain type of person, you know, if you haven't watched Police Academy. If I'm going to go out to a bar, I'd rather much sit down and have a drink with somebody that's seen Police Academy or or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Police Academy. You know, and, and a lot of it, I didn't even know until I was older that one of the stars in that movie was from Beaumont, Texas. There and you that go. was Bubba Smith. Hall of Famer. NFL Hall of Famer, Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. From, from Beaumont, Texas. You know, the, the large police officer that of pulled the front seat out and sat in the back. <laughs> Hightower. He was Hightower at Police Tower. Academy. Yes. You had Hightower. You had Steve Gutenberg as Mahoney. I mean, come on now. I mean, I, I mean, but, but that, but I digress because Cody, like you said, is great in the ring. There's nobody better. There's, there's few that are better than Cody as far as the mind of him. You know, not just what he does between the ropes, Mark, but just the businessman that he is. You know, Cody is phenomenal at what he does. And I think he needs to get a lot of respect for that. And, you know, if, you know, Cody, you know, if it wasn't for Cody, we wouldn't have AEW right now. And you could say what you want about Cody, but he is one of the best faces on that show. Yeah. You know, nobody gets a bigger reaction. You know, maybe, maybe John Moxley. Outside of John Moxley, there's nobody that gets a more positive reaction than, than, than Cody Rhodes right now. Yeah, but just because you're great, doesn't mean you can cast a shadow on somebody else. And, you know, next time you talk to Cody, you need to say, Cody, I'm, I'm a little sensitive right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still feeling the effects of the last conversation we had and I need you to put some respect on my name. So you need to stand up for yourself and let people talk to you. Crazy. He did respect it. He did respect the show. He said that it's the most. He respected the show, show but he re- he didn't respect the man that created the show. Like the the man, the pride, the 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 you know. Yeah, you're a fan. You're a super fan. And but that what's shameful about that? What's wrong with that? I'm waiting. Nothing. 
<laughs> I'm a fan of Magic Johnson, and I'm not ashamed to say that if he came in the room, I would. I turn into a seven year old kid. But that doesn't make it belittle me. It, it means that I respect and I, I have uh, an infinity for someone that I feel like is great. I'm not going to step on the little guy. Not going to do it. Well, you're. A different I, I, I don't mind stepping on anyway. the big guy. And that's what chaos did last week. Ooh. He said, hey, why should I wait in line with all these other swinging Harry's? When I could just go straight to the top and tell the dude, hey, biggest dude in the room, I could put these hands on you, and I don't think you can give them back like I can give it to you. I thought that was cool. Now, there is a pecking order. Somebody at the top is going to say, hey, wait your turn. (laughs) But that's not for the champion to say. The champion is supposed to say what Drew McIntyre said, and that was if he's feeling like that, and you got that itch and you need to scratch it, then come on, scratch it. Let's see what happens. That's what's supposed to happen. The tallest tree get the most wind, Dave. And Drew McIntyre is taking no lames. If you want it with him, bring it to him. And I thought that spoke in volumes, uh, the fact that he responded. Your home for all things combat sports is Sirius XM Fight Nation. Start your day with Hall of Fame Pro Wrestling Talk on Busted Open. Respect these men and women that build the business. Then, the Barak Show keeps you up to date on all things boxing. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected. And MMA guru, Luke Thomas, has you covered for mixed martial arts. Joe Rogan is the most important influencer in all of MMA. The fight game broken down like nowhere else. Only on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Let's go right out to the busted open nation. Let's go out to Wes, Wes. in Missouri. Wes, what's going on? What's going on, Vic? What's going on, buddy? I, I just uh, I just listened to dissecting the beat finally last night. Is there anything Brock can do? Do you think to redeem himself for like the part time status and the hate he gets to be considered as good as he really is? All right, what, what, Are you so, on speakerphone or something? Like, take the phone off speaker. Is that bad? Sorry, I had my yeah, Bluetooth. Yeah, that's much better. In. Yeah, we couldn't hear you, buddy. So what would you say about I, – I heard you say a Brock, but what did you want to say about Brock? I just listened to you and Tommy talking about dissecting the beast, uh, listening to that finally. Is there anything you think he can do to – like redeem himself from like the hate he gets for like the part time status and all that to be like the beloved all time great that he probably should be. Well, all right, and this is a really good call. And Wes, thanks so much for the phone call. And Tom, and he's referencing the special that Tommy and I did called uh Dissecting the Beast on Brock Lesnar. And you can hear that on demand on the Sirius XM app. And you can also hear it on all the avenues of Busted Open. But Mark, you know, when you think of Brock Lesnar, and it's kind of almost very similar to the Ronda Rousey conversation that you and I have had in the past. You know, Brock, is he a part-timer? Yes, that's the contract he has. You know, you know, I, I um, 
I he's get an attraction, so I don't yeah. give him static for it. Yeah, and I and listen, I have been frustrated by it. And what I'm frustrated by more than anything is that when he is champion, you know, he's not defending that title every 30 days. Now we've seen Brock a lot more than we ever had, but I think Mark, what you just said is the right word to describe Brock Lesnar, and that he's an attraction. You know, he's not somebody that probably should hold on to a championship title unless he's going to be there on a regular basis. Now, I mean, the most, you know, the, the the person that probably hates Brock the most has to at least admit that we've seen more Brock Lesnar in the last year than we have in the past, especially the last decade for sure. Right. But, you know, Mark, Brock is one of the greats. Now, is he is he, he top is. 10, top 20, top 25? Not in my book, but he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He brings a credibility to the ring that I don't know that anyone else on the WWE roster right now could do. And he brings the big match feel. You know, like, you know, JBL used to like to call John Cena big match John. Why? Because whenever John Cena was in the ring with somebody, it had that big match feel, and that guy was going to get over unlike anybody else in the WWE when he was in the ring with John Cena. You could say the same thing for Brock Lesnar. When you're in the ring with Brock Lesnar, Mark, you get a shine like no one else can give you in the WWE. Yeah, I I, I think that Brock, the, the model for Brock's success um, it'll be a long time before another guy like that comes along. Um, it worked for him. I don't think that it'll work for anybody else. I don't know if the company would want somebody else. Uh, Bully says it from a, a, a power standpoint, but I, I say it from a, a place of you want somebody that, like you said, is going to be able to defend every 30 days. You don't want to curve the rules for anybody. And if if there is somebody, then, you know, I'm not going to scoff at it, but um, I still think that the business is best served having everybody be on the same page. And Brock hasn't been on the same page as a wrestler with the, uh, the talent as well as with the office. And But it, it's worked for him because of his greatness and his ability to be able to navigate not just in pro wrestling but in MMA. Um, when are we going to find another guy like that? And it's, it, you know, whether it was in the world of the UFC, I've talked about this before. I interviewed Brock Lesnar with, you know, former NFL coach, head, head coach Dan Reeves, and Dan Reeves said if it was an era outside of free agency, if Brock Lesnar was on the scene you know, 25 years ago, he would have been signed by an NFL team. You know, now in the days of, you know, the, the way the rosters are set and with free agency and with the salary cap, it's very, very difficult to do projects anymore. You know, Tom Landry used to love projects. He used to love taking basketball players and track athletes, you know, like Bullet Bob Hayes, and put them in a, in a, a on the football field. And they've been able to excel 
because you've had to retool them. In the NFL now, you can't do that anymore. You just no. don't have that. You can't do experimentation. But Dan Reeves was quick to say that if this was 25 years ago, Brock Lesnar would be an NFL player because that's how talented and how athletic that he was. And even without even playing football since high school, Mark, Brock Lesnar was able to make it to the final cut with the Minnesota Vikings. That tells you what a great athlete Brock Lesnar is. Yeah, and not just a great athlete, but tough. Yeah. Like, wouldn't take no shit off nobody. Brock had three fights and five practices. <laughs> I mean, he was he was like, I'm not going to take no shit off of you. I don't care how long you've been playing or how old you are or none of that. Like, it didn't matter. Respect me. And he demanded that respect of people that didn't have it for him. Like, you're, you're undrafted. Nobody knows who you are. You're out here talking shit. That's what you're going to get into a fight with Brock. Yeah, and if he had played football in college, he would have had the technique down because I think the problem with Brock in the world of the NFL is he didn't have the t technique with his legs and with his hands as an offensive lineman. You know, that's hard to learn. So I think if he was On able fly, to do yeah. that, yes, if he was able, if he had more time, I think he would probably would have been a Pro Bowl NFL player. But in the landscape that we have now in the NFL, and listen, listen, I don't think he's crying about it because he became a champion in the UFC and he became a champion in the WWE. And one day he's going to be a WWE Hall of Famer and he's got millions and millions of dollars. So I don't think it really hurt that he didn't wasn't an no, NFL player. Didn't hurt him at all. Didn't hurt him at all. And Dave, just before we get off, uh, I want to let you know that I am pro police academy. Thank you, Mark. You know what? That's just why so you, know. I, you know what, Mark? That's why I am. I am pro Mark Henry because, Boom. You, sir, there you go. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.